The following is a production of Omnis.tv. On this episode of Revelator, I welcome music guests Glamour of the Kill and Avatar. It's a double feature. Also cover the top movies, music news, and the wild NBA playoffs. All this and more happening now on Revelator. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Revelator. I'm your host, Ryan. Thanks for hanging out with me as always. And whoo, uh, we got an international show tonight. We've got the band Avatar from Sweden. Uh, the lead singer, Johannes, will be joining us. And also Davey, the lead singer from Glamour of the Kill from the UK. So it's an international Revelator show. Uh, jam-packed. These guys are really cool. We hear some new singles off their new albums, which come out on May 13th. So definitely, uh, definitely want to hear it. Guarantee you probably bands you haven't heard before, and you'll be glad you stuck around and heard it because these bands kick ass. Whew, I'm excited, man. I tell you what, you know, um, this is a story that I actually was going to talk about a couple weeks ago, and I didn't get a chance to because you know we had double features, just kind of packing a bunch of stuff in there. But um, this one, this one kind of amazes me, but at the same time doesn't amaze me at all. Twenty-one-year-old Australian woman, um actually slammed into a bike bicyclist while she was texting last year and put dents on her car. And then the victim suffered a spinal fracture and would spend the next three months in a hospital, which required surgery to repair. Okay. Not to mention the months and months and months and months and months of physical therapy as well. Okay. I've been through that. Um, not a back injury. I had a neck injury and, you know, I spent some time in a brace and had to go through all the physical therapy. It's grueling, mentally challenging and, and extremely uh, taxing to say the least. Now this bitch, 21-year-old Australian woman, uh, posted on her Facebook, she says, I just don't care because I've been through a lot of stuff already and bullshit with my car. I can't believe uh, I had to go fix my car, she said. And we're responding to an officer. She spent two days uh, uh, repairing her car after the collision because the guy that she hit with her car while texting and driving, she had to go get her car fixed, and it took her two days to get it fixed before she could get her car back. Poor Kimberly Davis, you selfish bitch. Unbelievable. You just almost killed a guy driving and you're worried about how much things you have to go through because you had to spend two days getting your car repaired because the guy dented your vehicle that you struck him with. Let that soak in for a second. Kapuya, kapuya. Yeah, kapuya. I hit you with my car and I'm pissed. You got in the way of my texting. I don't care if I was swerving and driving or not. It doesn't matter. Get out of the way. Okay, I got to spend two days to fix my car. You realize how much pressure that's going to take on me? Like, oh, my God, man. I mean, that's almost as bad as when the chick at Starbucks misspells my name on my cup. Jesus. Oh, you know, we talked about this a while, you know, just kind of like that generation gap now, you know, um, you know, when you're older, you go, hey, man, it's an all skate. And they go, what the fuck is an all skate? You know, you're like, ah, oh, shit, I'm old. Never mind. You know, let me pop in my tape. I'll flip it on side B, push it in, press play. Okay, moving on. Uh, you know what? We haven't had a, this one takes place in Tennessee. I read this article. I was like, please take place in Florida. Please take place in Florida. Nope. Ah, those Tennessee girls, man. Ah, Tennessee teen was arrested for driving with a suspended license on Monday. 
Now, the female corrections officer in the Kingsport jail performed a search of the 19-year-old Dallas Archer. She's allegedly discovered an unknown object lodged in the woman's crotch. She alerted another female officer who accompanied her during the fur- for further examination. That's when the rubber gloves come out, ladies and gentlemen. That's the, psh, this will only take a moment. Now, according to the uh, documents obtained by the smoking gun, no pun intended here, by the way. They found a fully loaded five shot, four inch, 22 inch caliber mini revolver stuffed in the woman's vagina. <laughs> Thus me tagging it fully loaded. It turns out the gun was stolen last year um, out of someone's car. Uh, yikes. That was a 70 year old retired car salesman. That's who she stole it from. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, I, I mean. I'm not a gun enthusiast by any means here, but I'm going to guess that shoving a fully loaded pistol in your vagina is probably not the best place to hold it. I don't know if she just couldn't afford a holster. Uh, obviously, she got pulled over and she was like, I got to hide this somewhere. I'm going to stuff it in my vagina. Okay. Now, I'm also worried about this girl's vagina at 19 that she can fit a whole pistol in it. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> Boy, let's get this girl up, get her in a porn film immediately. You know, watch this, guys. She's like new webcam model. Watch me stuff a a pistol in my vagina. Come see me on webcam tonight. <laughs> Tips are welcome. Jesus, America. Um, you know what? Uh, <laughs> I mean, come on. You know, jeez. Um, I mean, at least if you're going to do something with your vagina, make art with it like the chick did a couple weeks ago in Germany, you know? You know, I mean, happy Easter, right? Um, we're like looking at the music news right now. And uh, this is kind of a new segment. You know, we've been doing a lot of music news for on the show, you know, gosh, for a while now, really. And, um, I, you know, we, we've featured some past guests. I figured this time around um, we need to start catering it to uh, people who have donated the time to the show. So uh, what we'll do. This one, uh, kind of, it's really sad news, man. Uh, the band of Black Lodge, they're on episode number twenty-five. Um, really, uh, really tragic loss for, for a, a young up-and-coming band. Their bass player, uh, Ventura Thirteen, was killed in a motorcycle accident. Very, very sad, sad, sad news, man. Um, Johnny, Ro- uh, Johnny Royal, who was on the show, uh, could have been a nicer guy, man. Really cool to us. Um, really supportive of uh, of us as well. Um, you know through social network and stuff. So, uh, you know, sent them a message on, you know, through Twitter, uh, r- really tough loss for those guys. And they just got done doing a big tour with pop evil this fall. Um, and you know, they're working with Twitter Ramirez from Marilyn Manson on the new album, which I hopefully was still going to come out. Um, you know, a lot of people, I, I didn't know, uh, I didn't know the gentleman. Um, a lot of people said he was very kind, very funny guy. Um, obviously enjoyed his family, loved playing bass and, you know, was also a pilot in his free time as well. So, um, very, very tough, uh, to, to lose a member of the band, I can only imagine. Um, so uh, condolences go out to uh, the members of the Black Lodge. Uh, tough stuff. Um, also, uh, really sad news. What, what was really supposed to be a really exciting time for uh, uh, for Miss May I, uh, the Ohio uh, metalcore band. We had Ryan Neff on a while back. The new album just came out on the 29th of April, Rise of the Lion, getting great reviews. Um there was a stage diving incident at one of their shows at New York City's Webster Hall on Saturday, May 3rd, the same night um, that Against Me had played a sold-out show there as well. Uh, the venue's main concert space, the Grand Ballroom, uh, where a uh, gentleman had collapsed after exiting the venue. 
no further details have really been shed at this point. Miss May, I issued a, a statement, um, kind of preliminary statement. Uh, still waiting to kind of find the details out uh, as far as exactly what happened there. Uh, really, really sad news. Um, again, you know, uh, you know, the Randy Blythe thing that happened last year with Lamb of God and stuff with you know with the teen dying there. You know, I mean, you just got to be sensible. Um, you know, th- times have changed a lot. You know, when it comes to going to concerts, Every, I, I think a lot since the Dimebag Daryl thing too. I hate to use that as a reference point, but how could you not? You know, uh, look, man, you, you can't get on stage. You can't. You know, you just can't do it, man. Just uh, you know, got to be more sensible. You know, about you know, climbing up on monitors and jumping off into a sea of people. You know, you're gonna hurt yourself and hurt somebody else. Um, here, this you know, this young gentleman at 21 years old has, has passed away. So. Um, kind of a rough start to those guys' uh, launch with the new album and everything. But uh, Newell and Ryan uh, and those guys, I think they're going to persevere. Um, kind of happier news. Uh, speaking of Miss May, I, if you want to hear some of their new tracks, they're on episode 54. Will Powerless, uh, band, uh, working on new material right now. They're on episode number 22, working on recording new material with up-and-coming producer Tyler Larson. Uh, look for a release very, very, release very, very soon. Uh, we'll have Jordan those guys back on the show to uh, jam some of the new tracks as well. Uh, the band Digital Collapse. Uh, they've been looking for a drummer for a long, long time. There was episode number 39. It looks like they found a new drummer, uh, and they're back at it, and they wasted no time releasing a brand-new single titled Your Machine. And also, Pop Evil, back in the U.S. after a nice U.K. tour. And the guests tonight, uh, Glamour of the Kill and Avatar, are on tour with Pop Evil right now. So if you're a Pop Evil fan, you're like, ah, I'm not sure about these opening bands. We got you right here hooked up. Uh, you know, Matt Dorito was on the show back in, uh, on episode 29 also with Ryan from Throw the Fight as well. Really cool dudes. Now, uh, the drummer, uh, Chachi will be joining us, uh, here in a couple weeks. So definitely hang out for that. We'll jam a couple tracks from Poppy. We'll talk, uh, see how uh, the road is treating those guys. And, uh, that's your, uh, music wrap up here. Let's take a look at the movies. And again, uh, Davey from Glamour of the Kill and Johannes from Avatar will be joining us in just a moment. So definitely hang out for that. I'll uh, take a look at the movies. Top 10 at the box office. Number 10 working up to number one. God's Not Dead at 1.7 million. The Grand Budapest Hotel at 1.78. The Quiet Ones at 1.9 million. Divergent at 2.1. Brick Mansion. 3.6 at number five, Rio two at 7.7 captain America, the winter soldier at 7.77 million, uh, in five weeks, the box office at 237 million gross, uh, heaven is for real 8.6 million. The other woman dropping the number two, how fitting, uh, 14.4 million and the amazing Spider-Man two opening up box office at $91.6 million. Now the reviews are not good. A lot of people are saying thumbs down on the amazing Spider-Man two, but Hey, our, our, Main man Blue Stolly, uh, who was on the show uh, this year, uh, the trailer for uh, for that he's on, and also the new X Men movie uh, Blue Stolly's music is on that trailer as well. So kudos to him, nice work. I mean, I'm really excited for everyone to hear Glamour of the Kill. I tell you, let's get right to it. This is Freak Like Me here on Rev Litter, Glamour of the Kill. Cause I'm highly exposed 
Glamour of the Kill, uh, here on Revelator, the singer Davey is joining us from the band. Well, uh, Davey, first off, man, thanks a lot, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having us, man. It's been uh, it's, it's good to be starting making marks in the U.S., and uh, thanks very much for having us on the show. Uh, it's our pleasure, man. Uh, you know, I, I caught one of you guys uh, a little while back, and uh, I'm glad you guys are here in the States, you know, getting a chance to uh, play in front of some crowds. You guys are on tour with Pop Evil, guys um, who have been on the show before, and I think uh, you guys will actually be on the same show together, which would be really cool. Um, what's it like playing, um, you know, obviously you guys are, are fellow uh, fellow label mates as well. How have the crowds been so far early on, man? Oh, amazing, man. They've been so receptive to us. It's always like hit and miss where you're breaking into a new country. Um, especially, you know, like being from Britain and stuff. Um, but, you know, it's great to be over here um, with label mates and stuff, uh, playing to new audiences. Like, we get to hang out with all the people like, who we meet every night and stuff, and all the audiences have been so good to us. Um, you can see people's face change throughout the show. Um, as, they, as when we kick in the first song, you know, they're a bit like, we don't know what to expect, we've not heard of these guys before. And uh, yeah, to see people being really interactive with us by the end of the show, you know, and, and getting everybody on board, it, it means the world to us, man. Awesome, man. Well, I tell you what, uh, I, I was actually doing yard work earlier today, and I uh, was was jamming your guys' uh, new album, and uh, I really dig it, man. Uh, you guys definitely uh some really great uh, hooks on there. We'll talk about the album in general in a moment, but uh, you know, coming from the UK, being in the US, touring wise, what's the? I mean, obviously, you guys are no stranger to playing live shows, but um, what's the biggest challenge for you coming that far away from home? Uh, and is there anything that you bring with you on the road from home that kind of, you know, just like, as a you know a symbol or anything, you know? Um, not really, man. I think there's, there's no, re- like, the, the challenge is obviously, like, just doing what you do and try and do it to the best of your ability every night. And, you know, you get, like I say, we're meeting these people for the first time. These, these are the first, this is the first opportunity that we have to make our impact uh, on these new people seeing us. So it's, it's, it's exciting more than anything, you know. It's like an exciting prospect to be able to show people what you can do. Um, as far as, like, bringing stuff over from the U.K., um, you guys have plenty of it right here, and that's just cold, hard liquor. That's all we need to uh, to, uh, to get us going, mate. So we have a, a bit of a ritual called Power Hour, which uh, starts an hour before showtime, and that's literally like get as drunk as you can. And uh, and then that, that's the beginning of, uh, of our party, which then uh, we bring to the stage. There you go, man. Now, uh, is there a certain drink of choice? Now, uh, I don't. I, I don't know if you guys are. I'm, I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, obviously, Jack Daniels would be the the drink of choice here. But uh, uh, do you guys have a certain drink of choice, or is it kind of vary by uh, uh, per night? Yeah, well, it depends, man. Like um, we're like big fans of cold cock whiskey, a new brand that's just come out, quite herbal flavored yes. whiskey. So good. We've been drinking that a lot. We, we're big tequila fans. You know. Um, they're kind of like our poison of choice, really. You'll definitely catch us uh, with a bottle of cold cock in our hand, like laying, uh, playing back on a bench somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like you guys are, are soaking it in and having a good time, which is what it's all about, man. And yeah. I, I know you probably get asked this a lot, uh, which is the name of the band, Glamour of the Kill. Now, uh, I, usually, you know, instead of talking about that, I'm kind of curious what do you, if you remember any names that you didn't select. Oh, any names that we didn't select? In all honesty, I don't. Um, the, <laughs> the no, I, I honestly I can't remember. We had like such a long list, but they were all so terrible that 
I think we, we managed to avoid them all really well. And uh, the only reason that we came up, well, we didn't actually come up with Glamour of the Kill. It was one of our best friends. And we were on a night out and we were listening to uh, He Is Legend. And they were on, on uh, one of the clubs that we were in. And it's from the, the song I Am Hollywood. And uh, he comes up with It's the Glamour of the Kill. And uh, yeah, that was, he was like, you should just call your band that. And we just did. <laughs> like I, I say, said, like, that's every, like, a lot of our songs, even our band name, it all just cut, it all stems from us getting drunk. <laughs> <laughs> right on, man. You guys seem like you're having a good time. Now, um, obviously, the, the new record's coming out May 13th. Now, um, yeah. the first record, The, the Summoning, um, what was it like for you guys to you know to kind of build off that album's success? Uh, one, uh, Mike and Chris, the guitar work, uh, it's fantastic, those guys on the album, man. Big riffs, yeah. awesome yeah, leads. Uh, your vocals are fantastic. Lyrics are great. Um, yeah. Lots of catchy hooks, but also still kind of holding true to your guys' sound from their first record. What, what was the uh, kind of the idea going into recording that album? Well, the idea going into Savages was, Basically, like, take everything that we did in the summoning and just make it bigger, make it more exciting. Make, like, take every concept that we're about. We're about, you know, the 80s-style riffs, vocal hooks, um, guitar solos, things like that. Make, take all of those concepts and just make them faster, better, more exciting. Um, and, and, you know, I think we really try to, like, capture that. We've got, and we've got, like, something for everyone on there. Um, so like, I challenge anybody who says that they don't like our genre of music to, to sit down and have a listen to it. Whether you're, you know, into you hardcore, whether you're into country, whether you're 40 years old and you think that it's not for you, well, I challenge anybody to have a listen to the album from start to finish and still tell me that there's not something for them on that. Yo, I agree, man. I, I really dig the album. Uh, I, I don't hold a guy you are, but um, you know, you guys kind of get pegged into like the the post hardcore, and everybody wants to peg every band in a certain genre and stuff. And I think you guys have kind of breaking the mold a little bit of that, of just being the best band you can be and not worrying about oh, we have to sound this certain way or it has to be this certain way. Um, it vocally, you have really clean vocals throughout uh, a lot of basically the first album and the new one. Um, yeah. Is that something that you guys wanted to uh, you know? Kind of, you guys kind of separate yourselves, at least as far as how you're, you know, labeled it genre-wise, anyway, because of the clean vocals, man. Yeah, and like we, I mean, one thing that we thrive upon is our, like we all sing in the band, so we do four-part harmonies and things like that, which we do live as well. Um, and you know, that's that's like a big thing to us. Like we we do like doing the heavier stuff and they would the kind of more raw vocals and stuff. But to us, the the place where we do things which a lot of other bands nowadays can't do is that the harmonies and stuff um, and it, I think that's the, the thing you were saying about breaking out of genres our aim is to just write good rock and roll songs right? like we're not about trying to constrain ourselves to a certain genre and we have to write this this particular way because we need to stay within that the realms of that genre that's just not us uh, and it never will be Right now, I encourage people when this album comes out to pick it up. I mean, great tracks, you know, Second Chance, uh, A Beautiful Day to Die, uh, Heartbreaker, A Freak Like Me, which we'll hear a little bit. Um, and also the song Break, which I believe you have Michael Vampire does uh, some some vocal work with you guys on that as well. What was it like working with him? Yeah, no, we met, uh, we did a tour with um, Michael and his previous band, uh, Vampires Everywhere, back in October 2012 um, over here in the States. And we got on really well with uh, with Michael and the rest of the guys. And so when we got round to that kind of song, 
it just sounded like it needed him in it because it's all about sexual debauchery and um, and and nymph- nymphomaniacs and things like that. So it just he just fit the bill when it came to uh, to picking somebody to, to guest appear on that track. So uh, yeah, no, we called him up and he was more than happy to do it. Very cool. But now, uh, obviously, with the new album, obviously playing a lot of these tracks too. Now, are you guys going to try to mix it up a little bit, play uh, set set list wise? You guys going to play some stuff off the summoning, and obviously, you know, I'm playing a lot off the new stuff. Is uh, is that something you guys kind of play with each night? Yeah, man. I mean, like at the moment, we're um, we uh, we've got a couple, of, we've got a few songs of the summoning, like you say, and then like a few songs off the of the new album. Obviously, with us promoting the new album, we're trying to get play as much of that as we can, but we're still playing. You know the the singles off uh, off the coming in as well. So you know we're really like we we like to keep everyone who likes the older stuff and the, try and show them the newest stuff as well. So yeah, we're trying to get a bit of uh, something for everyone in the set. Very very cool, man. Well, Davey, it's been a pleasure talking with you, man. I got to ask you one thing before I let you go here, man. Uh, the album artwork uh, is gnarly, dude. I really dig it. Um, yeah. You know the dogs eating the guy's face and stuff off savages. Um, can I ask who the artist is on that? Yeah, it's Paul, a guy called Paul Jackson. He's done a lot of stuff uh, for like the, the likes of Alexis on Fire. Um, I know he's doing like a lot of City and Color stuff with Dallas Green. He's, he's a great artist, and we've seen a lot of his work in the past. And we just really wanted him um, to, to run with this and see what ideas he came up with. And yeah, we just we were we were blown away when he when he came back with that idea. And you know, we were just like, yeah, that, that has to be it. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's 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 definitely uh definitely a captivating cover, man. I think it kind of, you know, you know the dogs tearing the face off and stuff. It's it's really it's really cool stuff, man. Now, uh, well, Davey, uh, I, I gotta ask you. We ask a lot of people this to come on the show. If what's your first uh, music memory like when you decide, you know, I want to be a singer? Do you remember that moment uh, or that artist or band that kind of captured that moment for you and be like, "Yep, that's what I want to do, man." Um, I don't know, man. Like, I'm. I've had so many huge influences growing up. Like my my mum listens to a lot of David Bowie. Um, I'm a huge Beatles fan. Obviously, uh, you can make you can make the UK links all you like. Um, but like Sin Lizzy as well. Phil Lennett was you know a huge inspiration. Uh, obviously, I played bass as well, um, and that that kind of influenced to me. Um, like he was huge. Um, but other than that, you know, we listen, I listen to such a broad spectrum of music that I, I couldn't single out anyone but if i really had to try i'd say phil lennon was definitely the, the one very cool man way well, hey, uh best of luck on this run man uh enjoy your time in the states i know uh, you're in good hands dudes for pop evil or are, are some cool cats man and you got avatar with you guys and i think escape the fate is also escape playing some shows well, with you guys yeah. as well so uh really diverse bill music wise man i think the crowds are really going to dig it uh best of luck to you man and uh hey man uh bottoms up i'm gonna do a couple shots tonight for you as well man Hey, Ryan, thanks very much for having me on the show, man. Take care. And I appreciate thanks for everyone listening, and thanks for everyone who, uh, who picked up the record. Thanks to Davey from Glamour of the Kill for uh, stopping by and hanging out with us. Again, their new album comes out May the 13th. And uh, for more information about Glamour of the Kill and you know information about this particular episode of Revelator, head on over to omnes.tv. Again, it's O-M-N-E-S dot TV. And also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash omnes.tv. Again, that's O-M-N-E-S dot TV. And uh, I'm very, very happy to welcome to the show the band Avatar, the lead singer, Johannes. Joining me now here on Revelator is Johannes from the band Avatar. Uh, man, it's a pleasure to have you on the show, man. Thanks for taking the time. Well, it's a pleasure to be with you. Thank you for having me. 
Not a problem, man. Well, uh, first off, congrats on the new album. Uh, I believe it doesn't hit the U.S. until, I, I think, May 13th, if, I, if I'm correct. Yeah, there. exactly. Uh, so still a few days away. Yeah, so uh, we, uh, a couple weeks away now. But, um, uh, again, congrats on the album and also you know, a U.S. tour. Uh, Well-deserved. You guys have been, um, have been at it for quite some time, pushing, what, close to 10 years now as a band? Yeah, yeah. We, we basically learned how to play guitar together in our mid-teens. We've been... You know, uh, four of us basically grew up together, and uh, the fifth one grew up a street away, knowing us. <laughs> so, so we're really we're childhood friends who grew up uh, doing this and figuring out how this was supposed to be done. So, so yeah, it's a cool. long-term relationship for sure. No, I think that's good, man. I, I've got friends that you know that I grew up with uh, during that time, and uh, sometimes you know. They just get, you know, the, the energy is there. You know what I mean? You kind of know one another. You, you grew up with one another, and, um, you know, you're not afraid yeah, to yeah. say something if something needs to be said. You don't have to be, uh, you know, to be, you know, beat around the bush, I guess, is an old term there. But uh, you just say it. You know, you've known them forever. Yeah, exactly. You just, you know, we, and after 10 years, I think we have finally reached that point where, you know, an argument can be just an argument and nothing else. And we, you know, we have. We have destroyed each other's egos a couple of times in a row now, and all that healthy things we get all behind us. Yeah, it's you know, after you have those, you have those early years where you play at a youth center, and everyone in the band thinks they're Axl Rose, and you get to deal with that before anything big or serious happens. You know, so it's, it's it's a it's a privilege to have been playing so long together. Yeah, I I, did, I imagine it is, man. Especially, um, you know, you obviously you guys traveling into the states. Um, I got curious about you know traveling uh from where you guys are from what sweden correct yeah exactly yeah Gothenburg, sweden so uh you know coming you know from there to here i mean what is i mean there's there's got to be a lot of differences i i would guess culture wise um and just you know just a lot of different you know nuances you know and and obviously packing your gear and getting it over here what are some of the the difficulties that possesses for you guys well it's uh actually since this is our second time around that we go here with a band I think everything felt less difficult. And, you know, after you've been more than once in a place, you start to feel like this citizen of the world, if you will. So now it's kind of, you know, it's a kind of, it, it has become more comfortable because our mind is set on what to expect here. But it is, it is uh, you know, we Swedes are, I think, very famous for being very reserved. Also, you know, when we're, when we're nice and friendly, we are still that being that on a very reserved level uh, compared to the rest of the world. And here uh, in the U.S. in general, I feel like people are very enthusiastic, you know, that the level of, of showed enthusiasm also sometimes excels the actual enthusiasm. And Swedes, we are that way around. That, you know, we could, in, <laughs> within ourselves, we could, you know, uh, jump somersaults of excitement, but we show it less. So it's a, it's a very pleasant thing to come to uh, places where people are more, you know, when they say, dude, that's awesome. And you get to right. you tell each other that's here. And that's, that's a nice thing. Well, I imagine you probably uh, picked that energy up on stage as well, you know, as a vocalist, um, picking that energy up at a live crowd. Is there, do you notice a difference between, you know, whether it's Sweden or if you're in Europe or, you know, wherever you guys may be? Is the energy different, um, you know, with the U.S. crowds in certain areas as opposed to other places you've played? Well, I can draw some parallels between uh, the U.S., uh, from what I experienced, and uh, more southern parts of Europe, where, and because I guess you know, with Sweden, we everyone's in a band, <laughs> and every, and 
and it's this kind of people, I know people don't always put the energy to be show up in time for the opening acts and stuff. When we've been go, doing opening shows here, uh, people have been here, you know, people show up in time and, and people make, you know, the whole evening is an event, you know, the whole, if you go to a concert, you go to the concert and that's where the party is at. And I guess for a Swede, usually, you know, the party is at at home, you know, you got the pre-party, you got everything else. And then you go just in time to see the band you actually came for. And then you might move on now. And if you go down more south in Europe, and also, from, again, what I've seen from over here, people, you know, they are there the whole evening, and it's a, it's it's been very helpful for us being when we toured with Seven Dust opening, and also now then with Papilo and stuff, we're opening and everyone's there, so that's been helpful. And again, people tend to show their enthusiasm for things they like. I'm sure it's also the same with hecklers that you have. There are potentially more hecklers here than in Sweden, but I don't know. We've been spared. Well, I mentioned you guys are, are winning crowds over, man. Um, now you got obviously you, you were here before with Seven Dust. You went. Know, uh, I've had the, the privilege of interviewing those guys. They've been on the show. Uh, Clint, Morgan, those guys are fantastic, man. They're really cool guys. So I imagine you know the first time being in the states playing with them had to be uh, had to be pretty nice because they're they're really cool guys, man. They really are, and it was. I don't think we could have been treated better actually uh the whole you know it's it's always yeah the band the band uh, was really nice obviously all of them were really great guys but also more importantly in a way is that and what really shows the difference in, in the tour culture you know when that party series that the crew was really good with us as well and that and you know and we also you know we and our crew always make a point that of you know also being helpful always making as little of a fuss as possible and you know we you know if, if you have an opening act if you make sure to know your place you know your place will be so much better than if you, you know you try to uh yeah you try to walk around there like a like you own the place and we make sure to do that and we feel there was a huge amount of mutual uh respect during the actual shows and stuff and that being said like you said the whole band was really great with us and really generous with our time and you know so we share some really great times with them. You guys, you mentioned Pop Evil. Uh, those guys, uh, Matt, uh, all those guys are really cool too. So you guys, you're really kind of lucky out getting you know really two uh, first class uh, headlining bands to come play with because guys from Pop Evil are I think in the same class with guys from Seven Dust as far as uh, just being generally really good guys and being helpful and really easy going to get along with. Uh, and you have. Uh, uh, also, I believe uh, Glamour uh, of the Kill is also playing with you guys as well. Those guys obviously like to party and drink a little bit. You guys uh, getting your pre-party on with those guys a little bit? Well, uh, we've, we've been tour- on tour with them for only three days this far, so there's still, there's still lots to be done, so to speak. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the, uh, Glamour of the Kill we had the opportunity to meet before we went over here, uh, them being Englishmen as they are, and we were playing there, and we were you know, uh, meeting up at the same venue in Nottingham. We got introduced as a really nice guy and and Pop Evil, you know, we're a label mates and also share management. So we met a couple of times before. And they actually they came to Sweden to work with with our uh, music video director and then and most of them came over to my house and I cooked for them and everything. So, you know, there's already some history there. So it's a really uh, relaxed state already. Yeah, very nice, man. Um, would you uh, would you end up cooking if you don't mind me asking? What's your uh, what's your go-to meal there? 
Well, I, I promised them a barbecue, <laughs> so I did that. I'm a vegetarian, so I did halloumi burgers for myself, but they get their they got their beef and my homemade barbecue sauce, which I took on as a you know challenge because it sounds it's all very very an American thing to do. So I, it was a just to you know trigger myself to out to try to outperform Americans. I think I'm failed miserably, but hey, what can you do? Yeah, right. Hey, all you can do is try now. Uh, Hail the Apocalypse, uh, the album and the single. Man, I, I really dig the track. I thought, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with the uh, the TV show here, Walking Dead. They should scrap their uh, their theme song and Hail, Hail the uh, the Apocalypse should be the theme song for that show. Fantastic track, man. The, the video, I really like the video, uh, kind of like the old-timey um, look to it. Now, there are parts of the video I'm watching this, and I, and I watch a video a little bit different than most, I guess. And um, when you guys are doing, like, the, the movements with your faces and stuff, how hard was that to keep straight faces with one another uh, while filming that? It looked like it was a lot of fun. Yeah, actually, I, I don't know. When, once I get into character, I usually can keep us. I'm able to keep a straight face because you try to feed off that emotion that is in the song. So even when it doesn't look very, very serious, what what we're doing, it's usually a serious thought behind. So, except for you know when I wrestled with one of my hecklers on the street there for a bit, otherwise it was kind of you know it was just showtime. But yeah, it, it was really a fun music video to make, and compared to the other ones I've done, I didn't have to stand outdoors in the middle of the winter and swing, you know, and freeze my ass off or ride on a horse I couldn't really control. So it was, you know, it was a comfortable one for me for for once. And except for in the end, you know, when the when it's the rain and the storm and everything, the only water we had to provide was ice cold, and that was twenty takes. But, but that aside, it was a pleasant memory for me for once. Usually I get more hurt when we do our stuff. Very nice, man. Well, uh, the album, I've had a chance to hear it. Uh, it's fantastic. I think the album is a lot for really everybody um, from, you know, the tracks, you know, Get In Line, um, Death of Sound, now, uh, your cover of Something In The Way, uh, really a dark kind of eerie song to begin with, and you guys really kind of took that to the next level. Um, a very diverse, rich uh, album, track after track after track. It's very well done. Congratulations. I enjoyed the hell out of it, man. Thank you, man, and I appreciate to talk about diversity. The thing is that, you know, there's always a red thread to what we do, ID and ideal-wise, but we also promised ourselves a long time ago we will never repeat ourselves, you know. Once we've written a song, we have that song, and we don't want to imitate ourselves or any other band. And, and you know, it's, and then we have to, and we instead we are working around, you know, a core that we think the metal should be about. And it's actually pretty simple, you know, that in metal, the riff is king, and then the riff is groove, and that is all there is to it, really. We, you know, we, we play until our knuckles bleed, figuring out those really, really great riffs and then figuring out the right beat to go with it. And once we get it groovy, then we just let the song go wherever it needs to go, you know? So, and that, and that makes the song go, songs go into, into very, very different places. You know, it's, I don't want to give myself more rules than it seemed like Pink Floyd gave them, you know? Right. Well, uh, I, I think as a vocalist, uh, your diversity shows throughout. Uh, uh, you know the songs that I mentioned, really throughout the whole album. I mean, there's um, you think, oh, it's going to sound a certain way, and then you hear it. And it's, you know, the time changes, uh, the riffs, the leads, you know, the drum parts, the the bass uh, rhythms, um, the, the harmonies, the, the whole deal, man. I, I enjoy the album. It, just, it has something for everyone, uh, and it's really a kick-ass album, man. And I, I'm not, I wouldn't just say that just to say that. I mean, I really, really enjoyed it. I listened to it late last night from from front front to back, and listened to it 
it today again, and uh, I really, really enjoy it. Uh, best of luck to you guys, man. Uh, it's been a pleasure talking with you. And um, Is there anything you would like to add uh, for, for uh, the audience out there? Well, uh, I just want to thank people for being, again, so good and welcoming to us here in the States, and it feels good to be back. And we can't wait to break a couple more necks along the road. <laughs> there you go, man. Well, hey, uh, best of luck to you on the road, and uh, tell the guys from, uh, from Pop Evil, uh, Ryan from the Revelator Show says what's up. And, uh, hey, uh, best luck to you, man. Uh, keep uh, keep it heavy and keep it fast, man. Uh, well done. We will. Thank you, man.
Hail to the Apocalypse Avatar here on Revelator. Man, I really dig that track. I, I think the whole album, just like I said during the interview, Johannes, really cool guy. I appreciate him uh, cutting some time out while on tour. Um, his second time in the States. Uh, if you're not familiar with Avatar and you're a heavy metal fan, that album has a little bit of everything for you. Uh, for more information about Avatar in this particular episode of Revelator, head on over to omnes.tv. Again, that's O-M-N-E-S dot TV. You can also find me, Ryan, on Twitter, Ryan underscore unsigned. I'm always tweeting some kind of craziness uh, here and there, you know. Uh, we got some great guests coming up along the way here. Uh, Brie Flying V from Nashville. Uh, you know, Righteous Vendetta, Pop Evil, 311. Uh, the list goes on and on here. So uh, we got lots of great guests coming up in the, in the coming weeks, just like we always do. Uh, let's take a look at the NBA. Just a, a quick quick hit. I know we don't have a lot of time, but um, first off, the Golden State Warriors. What in the hell are they thinking firing Greg, uh, firing their coach? Oh, my God, man. Uh, absolutely ridiculous. Mark Jackson does not deserve to be fired. He's been the best coach they've had there in 20 years, and they fire him. I don't get it at all. Um, but Mark Jackson, uh, will have a job in no time, whether it's the Knicks or the Lakers. His phone is ringing, uh, as soon as that news came across the board. And the Los Angeles Clippers, I tell you what, uh, if you follow me on Twitter, you saw my prediction. I picked Clippers Heat. I'm sticking to it. The Indiana Pacers, Roy Hibbert. You know what? I had as many points and rebounds as Roy Hibbert the other night. I did. And I didn't even have to, I didn't even have to clock in. You know? Didn't even have to check into the game. Unbelievable. Paying that guy $15 million to play like a seven foot tall piece of trash. Unbelievable. $15 million that guy's making. I'm sorry, dude. If you're 7'1", seven, 7'2", seven, and you're playing 20 minutes a night in the NBA and you can't get a single rebound and you're taller than everybody on the court, no, nah, I'm sorry. That Indiana, there's something wrong with that Indiana team. I don't know if it's the coach. I don't know if it's him. But uh, it, I, I look for the Wizards to bounce them early. Uh, that They're going to have to blow that team up, man. That's just the way it goes. You can't win that many games and get that close so many years in a row and then get bounced early. And the same goes for the Oklahoma City Thunder. I think the Clippers are going to bounce them early, too. That's another team you're going to have to consider blowing up. Congratulations to Kevin Durant winning his first MVP. Um, unfortunately, I don't believe, uh, as long as Russell Westbrook is on the same team with him, I don't think he's going to win a title. That's just the way I see it. Um, and San Antonio Spurs, hey, they're the San Antonio Spurs, but uh, I just don't think they have enough uh, gas in the tank to get all the way uh, back to the finals and win it. Uh, the Miami Heat are the Miami Heat. LeBron James is the best possible player in the world, and that's just the way it is. You know, it's it's Miami out of the East and whoever survives the West. Uh, let's look quick look at the NBA playoffs. Uh, Mike, wonderful job as always. Uh, thanks to Glamour of the Kill and uh, Avatar for being on the show. Hey, it seems harder to enjoy the finer things in life. Until next time, do so, everybody. This was episode fifty-eight. Arm to the snatch. For show notes or links to topics discussed on this episode of Revelator, or to experience previous episodes, head on over to omnes.tv, that's O-M-N-E-S dot TV, and click on Revelator. Thanks for listening.